0: Hi, I'm Whitney. And I'm Taylor. And And we're we're the the Ghost Ghost Sisters. Sisters.
1: Anyway... This is a brand new podcast that we've decided to start um, about all things paranormal. Mm -hmm. And we're interested in doing this because we ourselves have had some experiences and we have done um, quite a bit of research and we're interested in doing ghost hunting. Okay, so I've done a bit of research. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I've done some research. Some research. But...
1: Um, but we're interested in doing some paranormal uh hunting and that kind of thing. I've got a bunch of equipment that I got for Christmas. Um so hopefully this ends up being something that's kind of an informational plus experiential plus like, you know, people send in their own ghost stories. All around fun. All around fun.
0: And yeah, like getting to hear other people's stuff, I think is part of it. Like because whether you believe or not, it's good to – it's always good to hear. There's some people that I've heard that are like, I didn't believe up until I heard about bull mm-hmm. and that. So, like, we want to hear everything. Yes. Yeah. So, a little
1: background here. I'm a scientist and um, – I am not. <laughs> I, I tend to view everything very logical and I go based off of – um What I see and experience, there must be a logical explanation for. And if I can't find a logical explanation, then I loop it into the paranormal. And I've had enough happen to me that has not had a logical explanation that I have no other option but say it's paranormal. I'm not.
0: uh, (laughs) And I take a weird weird approach to it. I feel like um, there's some stuff that I'm like, nah, that's stupid. Uh, and then there's other stuff that I'm like, no, yeah, that that was weird. That was paranormal. It can't be explained. Um, but I don't have the scientific bit. Like, I'm not. No.
1: It it became very clear whenever we went through like the research that we did. Like,
0: <laughs> our our personalities really, yes, very shown through yeah. at the time. Yeah. So. So uh, yeah. So we. I think we're gonna start off with like what what is a ghost. And then the different types of hauntings, correct? Yes.
1: Yes. We're going to start with intelligent versus residual versus poltergeist. And then our next episode, will look at demonic and inhuman and portal
0: hauntings. Diamonds. Diamonds. (laughs) (laughs) So, so if you're, you're cool. Yeah, go for it. Okay. So, um, Most of us know ghosts are believed to be uh, the things in sheets at Halloween, Uh, really the spirits of loved ones who have passed on, whether tragic, not tragic, um, or just spirits in general of people who are trying to move on. Um, So when I was doing my research, I found some stuff about the Einstein's theory of energy cannot be created or destroyed. And people look to that thinking that that then means that 100% ghosts are real. And you can look at it two ways. You can look at it your scientific way of like, yeah, well, it's true. It's a constant energy, but also look at it as you're, you know, if you're cremated, that energy then is going into the fire. If you are buried, um, that energy is going into the ground. If you're, you know, one of the uh, religions or areas that do like the just free feed to the animals and planets and stuff, the The, planets, the The plants, the plants, Um, then that energy gets transferred to those things. So you can look at it two ways. Either that energy is spread out into the universe or that energy stays and then becomes a ghost and a spirit and either has unfinished business that it's trying to do or just wants to freak you the fuck out. One of the two. One of the two. So (laughs) That's all they're here for, one of those two. One of those two freak (laughs) you the fuck out. So another thought about it, though, is what happens to your soul? So there's a book by a lady named Mary Roach, which she's got some awesome books. You guys should go check it out. Um, Her uh, book, Spook, talks all about what happens after death. She has another one called Stiff, which is all about what happens when you die, which is pretty cool. So go check it out. Anyways, um, there have been studies that have been uh, done that go through and talk about what happens in the moment of death, what happens to the soul when you die. Mm-hmm. They've weighed bodies and noticed that there's a distinct difference between, um, you know, at the time of death, they then are lighter afterwards yes so the theory is that the soul has left the body right but they've also had like you know in in the er people that have coded on the table like those doctors saying that they felt the presence of the soul leave the body and everything mm-hmm. so you can see it that way and then there's other people kind of like dad who's like your dad your dad but somehow also believes in ghosts. so yeah. I don't know. Uh, so there's some theories behind what ghosts are and what they can be. It just depends on your belief. If you're a scientist, you may have one way of figuring it out. Mm-hmm. If you're like me, you're just kind of like, yep, it's a thing, right. So
1: yeah. so that's actually the uh, the weight that doctors and and scientists have noticed um, that weight difference is about. Uh, six ounces
0: mm-hmm.
1: and um, they have no way to account for that six ounces. Yeah,
0: because I mean when you die, you you release like right everything. Everything. Like you you poop and pee and everything. So like gases like they talk about uh, like a death moan mm-hmm. and that's whenever you, you're burping or the yeah. gas is coming out of you, which I saw a thing on Instagram that oh, I'm missing my I think Sorry, I just realized that the part to my hood, the, the cord is now missing. So I don't know what happened there. I got to go find it. Yep. Um, anyways, the, um, oh, damn, I forgot where I was. You're talking about the. Uh, oh, there was a post on Instagram. And now I can't remember what it was. But if it's this person and they're listening, then like kudos to you because I learned something. Um, he said that death farts are awful. I'm so sure
1: they are. I would
0: assume so. <laughs> but, anyways, that's neither here or there for ghosts, unless sure. they have a supernatural power of farting, which, wow, yeah, that that would suck. That would
1: suck. <laughs> so, so there's actually a really interesting thing that I I've I've been watching a lot of paranormal Counting on camera because of who I am as a person and. um An interesting phenomenon that they've actually seen is at the site of car wrecks, like when the um, EMTs are there and Mm -hmm. there's an actual loss of life, they actually start to see white mists appearing.
0: An ectomist. Oh. Oh, see, I I did some research, Taylor. (laughs) Um, When I was doing my research about residual hauntings, it did talk about ectomist, and it said that it forms when a spirit isn't strong enough to manifest into an orb um but it says that it doesn't come out of humans so like it's not like cost from your breath and it being mm. cold and everything but also trying to do research on ectomists, and then pulled up a whole bunch of video game things so like oh. that's a thing but sure i believe what you are talking about is an is ectomist interesting hey, i can do research you sure can look at me hot damn <laughs> so so since we
1: we're in that uh do we want to just go into the residual stuff I think so. Okay, cool. So, so
0: everyone now knows ectomist. Ectomist.
1: Anyways. So do you want to, is that what you have for residual? I have I have very
0: small things. So okay. That was, that was basically it. Okay. Continue
1: on. <laughs> so um, residual haunts, also known as passive haunts, are basically um, from the research that I've gathered, and I'll put, put my sources out on uh the description and stuff so that you guys can check it out um interesting fact so i really tried to go about the research in a scientific format um i did not i went on google scholar and tried to put in things about like hauntings and demons and that kind of thing and i got like one or two hits but scientific community doesn't do research on this and certainly doesn't get published in peer review journals my
0: way of researching was what link will taylor click on so, what link should I click on? because ah. I, I wanted to get different stuff for sure, me. just like ectomis. You did, yeah. Know. I didn't I didn't have that. So, um, I think I clicked on the correct link. Interesting, yeah. So, yeah,
1: so. Um, basically, these can occur from traumatic or stressful events like murder or rape. Um, negative energy can cause uh, can cause the atmosphere to record the event. And that's a whole other thing that we'll get into in just a little bit. Um, but essentially, it plays like a tape recorder just over and over again. It's just a recording of that event. And um, it's not intelligent. It can't talk to you. You can't interact with it. It's just going to go on and do whatever it's going to do. That being said, it can also be a positive event. So sometimes um, you can hear, uh, like, laughter or, like, there's a party around you or music or uh, you can see entities dancing, that kind of thing. Um, and those are not negative moments. Those are happy moments. But it was such a happy moment that it recorded itself into the atmosphere. Um, so let's see.
0: So what you we're starting to talk about that I thought you were going to talk about was the stone tape theory. Mm-hmm. And it was, I don't remember who did it, but those were, that was one of the links they didn't click on. Cause it was one of the first things. So I was sure. like, Taylor's going to know all about that.
1: I mean, I, I know about the stone tape theory in the sense that uh, it's a theory that objects like wood and rock and um, uh, crystals have the ability to record energies and play them back. Um, I, uh, being a geologist, uh, I really don't, um, I don't subscribe to the stone tape theory simply because I really can't. Uh, oh, interesting. <laughs> she pulled something up while we were talking. Um, I really can't provide a mechanism for why that would occur. Uh, just knowing the properties of minerals and rocks and, and, um, Atmospheric conditions. There's no, there's no way for that energy to be recorded, and there's no way for it to be played back. So I, or at least there's not a mechanism that modern science knows about for how that would work. So <laughs> I don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't know, um, man. It's so what we're here to figure out. Right? Yes. So, so there's there's
1: another part of that um, that has to do with water recording.
0: I. Uh, mm-hmm. I read. I read a little bit about that. Okay. I've heard a little bit about that. Uh huh. Uh huh. So the there's the
1: same kind of theory with the um, atmospheric conditions that, like barometric pressure, temperature, um, could have a memory effect to it. But I honestly think that it comes down to something more situational. Not that the individual readings have the ability to put this in. But more that, you know, if there was a thunderstorm in the area um, or it was raining really heavily or there were flooding, you might have a replay of an event that happened when it was flooding. Um,
0: So what I was reading was it really didn't have anything to do with any of that. It It was just, you know, if a lady jumped off a cliff, then the residual haunting would be that same lady jumping off that same cliff every night at whatever time it was sure or it but it had nothing to do with was it raining that day was it not like it just it's the same lady it's just that image replaying so it it what i was reading had nothing to do with like on the third sunday of may <laughs> at 12 15 it no it just it happens and right. it had no interaction with the outside world that it, it was going to happen regardless of whatever was going on right. right at the time. So,
1: so in all fairness, I got this from Zach's book. Um, for those who don't know, Zach Baggins, um, Baggins, Bagans, Zach Bagans. That's he how he says, says, says it. <laughs> oh, um Bagans, but yeah. Um, but he has a book ghost hunting for dummies and, um, it, go out and read it. But yeah, I, um, I don't want to say anything bad and like get Zach on our asses or something,
0: but there were a lot of things that. But if Aaron's listening and he wants to pipe in. Yeah. Hey boy. Hey boy. Hey. (sighs) Um, There, (sighs) there were a lot of
1: things that as I read them, I was like, I need to look more into this. Mm -hmm. Um, One of them was stone tape theory. Um, The other one was moon phases. Um, it, It, Again, getting, it's, getting it's a spiritual kind of thing yeah. that really comes down to your beliefs. Like, I don't believe that crystals, just because of the scientist in me,
0: <laughs> crystals don't. I'm sorry, like, I'm just I was remembering when we went to the rock shop and yes. the lady was like, "But I hear that this has healing," and the clerk was like. It's, it's a rock. <laughs> like, ma'am, it doesn't do... It's a rock. Yes. Like, either buy something or get out of my right. shop. Right.
1: So so that's if that helps you and you are one of those people that subscribes to crystals and moon phases and all that kind of thing, more power to you, whatever gets you through life, um, because it sucks for everybody. So um, if that wow. helps you in the end... Bleak. I know it was bleak, but it, I mean, it's kind of the truth. Okay. So um, one of the ones that I came across was... The water recorded memory theory, mm-hmm. and the way that it's put in Zach's book mm. is Jacques. Oh God, Bene, Benevis, oh, Benveniste. Uh, his name is just Jacques from now on. Of course, uh-uh. um, he was looking at basophiles, which ja, 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 ja. <laughs> 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 He was looking at basophiles, which are an antigen reaction to. Um, or an antibody reaction reaction to allergens. Basically, it's the reaction your body has whenever you're allergic to something. So you see ghosts because you're allergic to water? Mm, Let me finish. Okay. (laughs) So basically, there was a dye that he was using in 1988 that would turn inactive basophiles blue, which would basically allow you to discover whether or not somebody was having a reaction to an allergen. Okay. So the bluer it was, the less of an allergic reaction you were having. Okay. Okay. So he went through and one of his lab techs accidentally diluted the dye and the, the allergen down to a point that the allergen basically no longer existed in this liquid format. And when they tested this person with this uh, allergen solution i guess mm-hmm. the person still reacted to it even though there was no trace of that allergen still in there so this basically so that person's just a faker i mean so it's a it's a, a body response to it so it's not like they're like placebo effect sneezing and stuff it was kind of a blind study hmm. um, so basically uh, they came to the conclusion that water has memory And the way that it's put in Zach's book is... Wait, wait, wait,
0: wait, wait, wait. Okay, -hmm. so they came to the conclusion that water has memory by diluting an allergen?
1: Yes, down to the point that molecularly that allergen no longer existed in that solution. But then they took that solution, I know, they took that solution and applied it to somebody and their body reacted like they were having an allergic reaction or they're fakey Mcfickerson. So so I'm getting there. Okay. So Um, He puts in the book that there were a lot of people that were able to replicate this. And to quote the book, um, the experiment was repeated over and over again. And since uh, that time has been carried out by scientists all over the world. Although it remains controversial, most scientists will admit that water molecules do seem to retain memory of substances that they have been in contact with. This seems to lend credibility to the homeopathic remedies and by extension to residual hauntings
0: no i went down the rabbit hole with this yeah so the by that by that quote that you just said it has memory of substances yes and i get people are technically substances but also like i'm not alcohol right like a drink it but I'm not. It. Right. We're talking
1: about energy input into an environment, not necessarily like my skin cell uh, is going uh-huh. into a solution kind of thing. Right. Okay. Yeah.
0: I have so, my own thoughts and theories, but continue. Okay.
1: So what actually happened <laughs> with this, it did happen in 1988. They did go through and do all of these experiments and stuff. Um Jacques was a French immunologist who specifically wanted to look at homeopathic remedies independent of homeopathic interests. So basically, he wants to see if homeopathic remedies are a thing. So that's already kind of contradicting what was in Zach's book. Um, This was done at the at INSERM, which is the National Institute of Health and Medical Research, it's said in a very French way, Um, Institut National de la Santé et et de la Research Médicale. Zaja. (laughs) Zaja. So, (laughs) the experiment itself was um, diluted solution of human antibodies in water to the point that no molecule of the antibody remained in the water solution. And then it claims that the basophiles in the human reacted to the solution just as though it had antibodies in it that would create an allergic reaction. Um, This was only reported when the solution was shaken violently during dilution, which from a scientific point of view, that is not replicable. Um, you can, my violence is different than your violence, exactly. So, and I got some violence, yes. So, they offered no explanation to this. And what Jacques said to kind of you know explain what's happening here is it's like agitating a car key in a river, going miles downstream, extracting a few drops of water, and then starting one's car with the water.
0: Okay. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I need to be high
1: for this. Yeah. Right. Like. like yeah. That was a lot. Yeah. So, um, defied is basically scientific community. They put this out there in a peer reviewed. Well, they were going to put it out in a peer reviewed journal. That's a whole other thing. It gets kind of dramatic here. Like the 90s were wild. It was wild. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So, basically, scientific community came back and said this defies scientific understanding, and we do not accept this. As any kind of scientific research. So they were trying to publish this in Nature, which is one of the most highly sought after reviewed journals. And because it's water. Well, because it's like they feel like they had landed on something just absolutely foundation breaking. Mm. And so they were like, we're going to publish in Nature. Um, Nature was very reluctant to publish the paper because they didn't want to give the idea that they supported homeopathic medicine, Mm -hmm. um, but they couldn't find any non-objective reason to reject it. Like everything that they were wanting to base their rejection off of was opinion-based. So they
0: were like, you're dumb, but all right, let's go. Basically. Yeah. They said,
1: you know, You, Your scientific method is sound, so we can't really say no. So Mm -hmm. they published it in Nature Volume uh, 333 on June 30th of 1988. Um, So this was still the 80s. It wasn't even the 90s. 90s. Yeah, I know, right? It was the 80s. Yes. So... Um, the editorial from John Maddox, who is the edit was the editor for Nature at the time, he said, there are good and particular reasons why prudent people should, for the time being, suspend judgment, which basically is saying, please take this with a grain of salt. Um,
0: <laughs> so when does this become
1: supernatural, paranormal? It's, it's getting there. We're getting there. We're getting, getting right. there. So... John Maddox demanded that these experiments, experiments, experiments be redone by a team of researchers that he picks to
0: supervise Jacques' thing. So, oh, Maddox is the guy he's the, with the magazine. Yes, he's yes. the one with okay. the nature. I was yes. like, you can't pick your own people to do your own experiment, right. but I understand now yes. I'm with you. Okay. So he picks because they were saying, you
1: know, this could be paranormal related. Um, He puts himself on there, and then James Randi, who's a magician and a paranormal researcher. Okay. And then he puts Walter W. Stewart, who is a chemist and freelance debunker at the U.S. National Institute of Health.
0: How do you get that title? I want to be a freelance debunker.
1: I was like, I I want to look up and see, like, what are the qualifications for that position?
0: (laughs) Or was it just he walked in and he was like, hey... I'm a debunker. And they were like, You you can't do that. And he was like, nah, I debunked that. Right? I'm a debunker, I'm a debunker. now. I debunk <laughs> that shit.
1: Like but I feel like
0: that's just a fancy
1: title for a Mythbuster. Like
0: this is just the Mythbusters.
1: True. He just gets Adam, paid like crazy. It's just, like, Adam. It's just Adam Savage in, <laughs> in costume. <laughs> so they go through and they're doing these they're supervising these experiments. Um they did the original studies procedures and they produce similar results to the original study. Okay. Maddox said the experiments. Uh, the experimenters were aware of which test tubes had the antibodies and which didn't. Which the means
0: experimenters were aware. Yeah. So, so not the not these three that you just like, named off, right? Right.
1: The people okay. that are originally the like uh, Jacques Jacques's team.
0: So Zsa Zsa knows, but they don't know. Correct. They don't know that we know that they know. Exactly. Okay. Yes. All right. (laughs) So they ordered a double blind study where no one knew
1: which was which. And they went like super extra with it. They did uh, photography of the notebooks. Um, They videotaped all of the labs. Mm -hmm. They had Randy juggle the vials. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they coded the vials and then they went so far as to have Randy wrap them uh wrap the labels in newspapers, seal them in an envelope, and then stick them to the ceiling.
0: Good God, man, Randy <laughs> so is working his ass off
1: for this. <laughs> so they went through all of this. The original results could not be replicated. Shocking. Shocking. <laughs> so they, Maddox went through and immediately in the next issue of Nature published the debunking. And uh, he said that uh, there's no substantial basis for the claim that anti-IgE, which is the antigen they're testing, mm-hmm. um, at high dilution retains its biological effectiveness. And that the hypothesis that water can be imprinted with the memory of past solutes is as, as unnecessary as it is fanciful. Wow. Someone figured that whoever uh, was in the lab was playing a trick on on Jaja.
0: That's what I'm saying. He's a faker, faker McFakerson. Yeah,
1: so one of his lab techs or something was like, oh, well, yeah, this will course. be fun. Um, and
0: that, now look what you did. Right? Yeah, so what a
1: dick. Um, to research, uh, it also came to light that two of the researchers were being paid by a French homeopathic company called Boiron. Boiron.
0: Bo- Boiron. Boiron.
1: Boiron. 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 How very French.
0: So, the reaction to this, guys, if you if you are French, speak French, I'm I'm real bad about it. I'm sorry. I, I took French. I can at least I can do an accent kind I of. I took of. German and I do French pastries and I still can't say anything.
1: Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, the once this comes out, Jaja gets super pissed about this and he basically calls it a witch hunt against him. And he goes on Quirks and Quirks, which is a scientific program. That's
0: like, okay, that reminds me of like Luna Lovegood's father being like, <laughs> <laughs> Quirks and what? And Quirks. Quirks and Quirks. Like, no, like, you're yeah. just making shit up No, now.
1: yeah. So he goes on there. He complains about... um Stewart, uh, what was uh, he was the chemist and freelance debucker, debunker, debunker, um, treating them with disdain, and then he said that the magician was uh, Randy was distracting them with his magic tricks.
0: Randy, I mean, he <laughs> the kind magician. of is a magician. Yeah, the guy juggled and he like climbed on the ceiling, like yes. This- He's getting some magician shit right. out there, yeah.
1: So basically, uh, there was a little bit of a harsh feedback to that, and he came back on quirks and quirks later and said that that was harsh and that Randy kept them amused. Um, but Maddox didn't back down from what he said and um, Good. grew frustrated about um, this whole movement. These This study basically pushed forward this whole concept of homeopathic medicine works. okay, And he was pissed that that kept, like, even though it was very clear that these, these, this study could not be replicated, it had no scientific grounding. People still used it as a homeopathic medicine work.
0: They just left out that last part. Exactly, with the magician. Yeah, basically. <laughs> so. I assume you're getting to it. How is this paranormal? Yes, again? I'm getting okay. to it.
1: So, um, the future drama, uh Brian Josephson, um he was a Nobel laureate um and he was very open to the paranormal. Like anything that was paranormal, he was cool with as long as he could replicate it. So he should supported Jaja and said like if you can replicate it, I'm cool with it. Like I will I'll fund it. So but up until
0: this point it's had nothing to do with paranormal. So I know. why is he even trying to fund it he he's just open to things that don't make sense okay
1: that's just generally what paranormal okay so he challenged um the american physical society to oversee jaja and replicate the results in a randomized double blind test and then randy ever the jokester (laughs) offered to throw in a one million dollar prize if they were able to do it um was it a 10-foot 10, 10 story that he put the results on this time? Right. No kidding. Yeah. <laughs> so APS said, fine, we'll do it. Jaja said, sure, we'll do it. And then they never actually did it. So uh, U.S. Department of Defense oh, no. ran a test and they could not replicate it. Um, they could only get a positive result when one particular member was running the uh, equipment. Was it Zha? No, it wasn't Zsa. But he, But Zsa recognized that, yes, this was the case as well. So it leans more credit to the somebody was
0: somebody screwing with him. being a
1: dick. Yeah. Um, so in addition to those studies, there were a bunch of other studies that did not find uh, effect. And, uh, like, I'm talking tons of studies that found no effect. And uh, basically, it came out that, like, this was a total piece of crap and so this this statement that we have on this about water being able to record
0: anything is mm-hmm. is not scientifically grounded so um, well, I was gonna say I have a problem thinking that whenever I turn my shower on it's like hey girl welcome back like right. I, we don't yeah know. well and then you
1: get into the whole concept of if if water did record everything, and you're talk- taking water down into the sewers and then filtering it and then moving down <laughs> the face.
0: <laughs> I'm just thinking now it's like a poopy spirit. Like, right. I mean, I, I get it. that sh- shitty things happen. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like it yeah. gets filtered and it does all of that. I would think that would be the same as like putting your brain through a blender. You're not going to remember too much after that. Right. So,
1: yeah, so, the, so basically I wanted to, when I read about this, I was like, you're making some claims here, Zach. When, so. when
0: you mentioned that on the phone, I was like, I will save my thoughts for the podcast. I uh-huh. like, I had some thoughts. I'm sure you did. <laughs> I was like, I don't, uh, now I do understand it as far as water can help um, increase like electrical currents and that kind of stuff. Yeah. That makes sense. Yes. But as far as being like that water remembers who I am, nah, nah, Mm -mm. yeah. So that's actually one of the things that I had here was, um,
1: that, uh, water, since it's a good conductor of electricity, that perhaps it can help conduct paranormal energies in the same way it conducts electricity. Okay. I can see that. Yeah. But this whole claim of water being able to record something that it has come into contact with, even for a brief time, is
0: not—it's no. not a thing. And so I don't think I'd want it to. No, like, like, ugh, like you're ugh. learning a lot about me without, right? Ugh. Yes. So. so, so what else you got on residual, or was that it? Oh, I got—I got a little bit more. So, there? okay. Um,
1: let's see. Uh. Oh, I've actually got a lot. Oh, <laughs> really? Um, actually, really, I don't because it's it's basically most of the places that I found are saying the same thing as over each other. Yes, so, yeah. So, um, basically, it's like a tape and it does the thing. So that's that's residual slash passive.
0: And the residual stuff that I was reading about, like I said, it has nothing. There is nothing that you or I can do to stop it. Right, and. I know. I think we're going to get into intelligent, mm-hmm. but like intelligent, you can try to do an EVP, but it's it's not going to do anything, right? Because it's not responding. Like it could maybe you would get an EVP of whatever is happening at the time of the the replay that it's going through, but you're not going to get anything. Right. Like the, trying to interact with it is not going to work. And they've they've said that you can even walk straight through it like there's nothing that you can do to change what's happening exactly and there's i've actually seen
1: i've heard a lot of uh people like why don't we see you know ghosts from the 1100s and stuff and that's actually an interesting theory i had this
0: question myself Like, like do ghosts move on after time yeah like do or or do they get replaced by something or like what and then what happens to that ghost when the ghosts, ghosts. Right. Like, does the ghost die eventually? Kind of or thing. do they move on? Do they have, because uh, I think, I think it's the intelligent one that mm-hmm. I was reading about that they were like, oh, they have unfinished business or they choose to stay here. And I was right. like, I don't really know who's like, yeah, let me hang out for a while for a few millennia. But then what happens afterwards? Like, do right. they just, all right, I'm done. Peace out. Right. Yeah. That's so. One of the uh, residual uh, sources that I found
1: said that basically it can be something like, um, energy dissipating over time. That okay, the recording gets weaker and weaker and weaker until eventually it just can no longer sustain itself and moves. So,
0: on. in that instance, if you go back to the whole theory from Einstein, mm-hmm.
1: the energy is being is. Slowly being recycled out of that event yeah. into the atmosphere. Yeah. Interesting.
0: Yeah. So continue on. Okay. So that was that's what I have for residual.
1: If you we don't want have to get into. any more crazy water studies. I don't. I I did look. I really wanted to get into some like super dramatic, like Randy being like super savage. It
0: just reminds me of Family Guy. Whatever. You, Randy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that, that's all every time you said randy i was like randy. <laughs> so so yeah i really
1: was hoping i would get into something crazy with stone tape and then i looked and it was just like yeah it's just stone
0: tape yeah everything that i found it was just like there's there's a theory that like the stone is like oh right and then redoes it and replays mm-hmm. it and you're yeah. like oh okay okay cool so on to intelligence yes all right. Okay,
1: so intelligent or active haunts. I don't have anything
0: for this. I was about to pull my iPad out. Oh, okay. That's Nothing.
1: cool. So um, I'll just I'll handle it. So basically, the intelligent haunts are the ones that when you think of a ghost, this is what you think of. Um, you're thinking of somebody that is actively trying to interact with you. And, um, you know, it could be the a loved one that it has passed on that still has a message, or it could be you know, something attached to the house, it could be something attached to land, there's all kinds of things. Um, but it's likely a person that is attached to a site or a uh, another person from a traumatic event, unfinished business, a sudden death, and they've not realized they're dead, which I think is one of the saddest ones. God, that's terrifying. Yes. Um, living loved ones that are so upset that they can't let go of that person. Um, emotionally connected oh. to loved ones
0: or an injustice done for them. How terrible if you were, say, killed in a very tragic way mm-hmm. and you're like, all right, sorry, my dog is um, making is, noise. She's upset. She's expressed reason. her displeasure. Um, But if you died and say like, say like I died mm-hmm. and mom was just distraught, but her being so distraught kept me here, like, Girl, you, you cause more harm. Right. Like, chill out. Just let me go. Yeah. Let me be. Which I get. I'm not saying anyone is not entitled to grieve how they want to grieve. I'm just saying from a spiritual aspect, you you want to move on. Right. And but you now you're stuck. Yeah. So
1: 100% I'm haunting you. Like 100%. I'm sticking around. Not if I haunt you first. Oh damn. Oh bitch. So, um emotionally collecting the loved ones injustice done to them or a fear of the other side or judgment in the other side. So, so if you subscribe to
0: heaven, hell,
1: yes, that kind of thing, right. Uh, fear of getting up to heaven and being judged unworthy and then being forced down to hell or stuck in limbo. Um, so these can have varying levels of consciousness and they can interact in a bunch of different ways from uh, EVPs to, uh, manipulating equipment to draining batteries to, mm-hmm. um, manipulating lights. Uh, there's all kinds of things. So more of the typical things that you would yes. see in a haunting. Right. Um, let's see. I, I, greatly enjoyed, um, so Paranormal Corner, um, Four Types of Hauntings by Kelly Roncace, Roncace, I don't know. Um, they put that it involves any once living creature, be it human or animal. Um, I'd agree with that. Yeah, we were talking earlier about inhuman uh, hauntings. That we think of those more as um, like angels and yeah, demons and elementals and that kind of thing. And uh, they included animals in that. And we were both like,
0: no, nah. because the way that they had labeled it at first was anything that had not walked this earth, mm-hmm. and that it would said it said, i.e., angels. Sophie oh my gosh sorry my dog is just like what is this so it labeled that as angels and then it said animals and then it went on to say like chupacabra kind of stuff like it went <laughs> yes. it went very far with it and I was like but an animal like they do walk this earth mm-hmm. and like they're not they are not human quote unquote but They're not angels or demons. I mean, they are little angels, aren't you? You're you're just a little angel. (laughs) But anyways, continue with your stuff.
1: So these are going to be more like um, things that will interact with you. So these are things that we typically want to help move on. So that's actually an interesting concept there is uh, so I I watched a lot of I actually got caught up with it oh actually maybe I'm a couple episodes behind now um, but Kindred Spirits with Adam uh, with Amy Bruni, Bruni and Adam mm. don't remember his last name oh my god oh my what, gosh um, she's <laughs> like look up his last name I'm gonna name. look it up Um, dear god I know yeah so Adam and Amy they are against moving spirits on instead they would like to try to like Bring peace to them, and if that causes them to move on, great. But if they choose to stick around, um, they will stick around. Amy Bruni
0: and Adam Barry. Barry, thank you. Remember Barry? No, I could not remember Barry.
1: I'm sorry, Adam, if you for some crazy reason happen to listen to this at any point.
0: But also, like, hey,
1: my. Hey, um, but they have. They don't like moving spirits on because you don't know the religion of that particular entity and it's not really your choice to move them on it should be that spirit's choice to move them on so really a lot of i think a lot of investigators in clairvoyance go into intelligent hauntings with a a mindset of like oh we're going to move these spirits on so that they're not in pain or something like that when really it's just about bringing them peace so but um let's see We've actually experienced some intelligent hauntings. Yes. Um, I've experienced way too many intelligent hauntings, I think. Um, But I, like I said, we have a bunch of equipment now that we're hoping to get to use eventually. Yeah. Um, But we've actually caught an EVP before. um, Mm
0: -hmm. Like a little
1: girl singing. Yeah. She was like, and.
0: (laughs) It (laughs) was a little more than just a. No, that was really what it was. Oh, I thought it was like a la, 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 la. no, no. Okay,
1: With well. no, it was just a little like.
0: Uh, um,
1: let's see. So these can appear as full body apparitions. Um, very rarely, it takes a lot of energy for them to be able to do that. So they're more likely to uh, light things up on EMF meters or on rim pods or motion sensors. Um, we don't. There's not really. Uh, if you can recreate that experience, then chances are you're dealing with an intelligent haunt. Mm. But if you – if like, say, for example, you have an EMF meter and you say, you know, can you make the light go up to red or something, and then it can't do that again, then it's likely a residual haunting. It's just something that you got close yeah. to, you got into a pocket of. Right. Um, these will often do disembodied voices or EVPs. Um, let's see uh, – You can actually feel these emotionally. A lot of them will affect your emotions and sometimes even your like physical well-being. It'll make you sick. Um, It can cause pain if it died traumatically. It can actually cause like wounds. Like let's say it gets hit in the head or something like that. You can feel pain
0: where that occurred. Um, I'm I'm an emotional person as it is. So mm -hmm. I I don't know. If you want to deal with if it, if I, if I need any more emotions, right. so. Well, and one of thing that
1: we've kind of gotten into recently is the, the possibility that we're both empaths in one way or another. Whitney used to be able to talk to ghosts when she was little. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually, I can feel presences. I can't necessarily interact with them or speak to them, but I can feel when they're there. Um, so even, like, as a scientist, that like, saying that is, like, that's dumb.
0: But i like... And see, so we're back to me being, like, yep. Yep. Tracks. <laughs> Makes sense. So, um, let's see. They are always aware of...
1: Well, I say they're always aware. Um, 90% of the time, intelligent hauntings get mistaken for demonic hauntings by people who aren't aware of what's happening. Because um, yeah. it takes a lot of energy for the spirits to interact with you and so if they're really trying to get your attention because they're trying to get something across most of them just want their stories to be told Mm -hmm. Um, there's the possibility of you getting bruised or scratched or something like that where you know that seems like a very violent kind of really they have no other way to right. get in touch or right sometimes so. they just get so desperate to do it that they end up hurting
0: you and they didn't necessarily mean it and now um, they're sad because you're upset <laughs> and you just made the ghost sad like how dare you <laughs> you are gonna call zach oh no uh, uh, i don't think anyone's calling zach mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we
1: gotta start watching house calls again yeah um, so they uh Demonic hauntings are actually extremely rare, so right. Most of these are going to be just somebody wants to get their story out. and typically, whenever they get their story out or they they've fulfilled what they feel they need to have fulfilled, they'll actually move on from the place. Um some of them are just are protectors that I say
0: some of them are mean, which could yes. also be why they get mistaken for demons because yes. I mean, if you're a dick in life, chances are you're a dick in the afterlife. yeah. So. Yeah, that's
1: legit. So, um, yeah, it's, it's just a nine times out of 10, I would say it's just a loved one or somebody that's attached to that area that just wants to get their, their stuff out or furniture or furniture. Yes. We we, Stephanie. Yes. Stephanie. When he had a ghost that was attached to, we think the buffet in Mm -hmm. her old house and, uh, I named her Stephanie. Yes.
0: She hung out with me for uh, for a couple of moves. I think she, after my ex, decided she didn't want to do this anymore. Or maybe she's haunting him. Ooh. Stephanie, if you're haunting him, hail to the yeah. <laughs> awesome.
1: Give that boy hail.
0: Yeah. So that's,
1: that's what I've got for
0: intelligent spirits.
1: I have a feeling that a lot of the intelligent spirits that we're going to talk about um, – like, we're going to get into that yeah. quite a bit. So, yeah. Um, okay. Okay. Next uh-huh. is poltergeist and psychokinetic.
0: Psychokinetic? Yeah, it's another word for poltergeist. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm curious as to what you have because I have one line of research on, <laughs> <Okay>. on poltergeist. <laughs> okay. I mean, it's one line, but it equates to a couple a couple more lines. Okay. So, um, so I guess, yeah, go with yours first. Okay. Except for... Do you know what poltergeist? What it is like? What it, what it means? So, that's
1: actually like one of the main things I found. It supposedly means noisy ghost. No, but whenever you go into the actual German meeting, it means
0: rumble ghost. Rumble ghost, which is more Deutsch- bitte. Yes, it's see. more badass. I think. Oh, I just so. said see. Yeah, Spanish German. Let's go. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, okay. so that's yeah. I have, I guess, one more line of research. Okay, so continue
1: on. Okay, so um. These have actually dated back to ancient Rome, mm-hmm. which is fascinating to me. Like okay. those, granted, ancient Romans were drunk all the time. They they had things. <laughs> ancient Rome was doing
0: some shit. Yeah,
1: so it typically is an escalating kind of thing. Um, it is. Normally starts with bangs and knocks, and maybe some like objects moving around, Mm -hmm. but it can escalate to voices, full on apparitions, and it typically is the rarest type of haunting. Um, So, the interesting thing about poltergeist is that people typically equate it with an angry spirit. And it actually is more equated to somebody with psychokinetic abilities that is having a hard time reining them in. And they're actually manifesting their energy and inner turmoil in an entity that is causing all of this chaos. Mm-hmm. So it's typically revolving around a female in her teen years where the uh, female is unconsciously controlling the energy around themselves. Um Sometimes it happens around people who are stable, and those tend to be uh, impasse or mediums that don't realize that they're mediums. So they, once they learn to control their abilities, they tend to be okay. Once they go to Xavier
0: school for the gifted. <laughs> yes, exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so um, let's see. Uh, typically, it targets one particular person in the household, like... Uh, if that person, so let's say that I'm the, the psychokinetic, mm-hmm. uh, I'm creating the poltergeist, and I'm angry with you specifically, it's going to happen more whenever we're in the rooms together yeah. um, or you're in the area, the house kind right. of thing. Um, typically, whenever that person leaves,
0: the other person, good.
1: yeah, no one else will feel it. Um, every once in a while, it will be an entire family. Every once in a while, the entity will become so strong that it actually creates its own identity. And then you've got a big problem. Um, that w- Once you get to that point, you're not able to, to do it uh, or you're not able to control it. So typically, people end up going to therapists. They do meditation. They uh, work with Reiki masters mm-hmm. to close themselves back down to control their abilities. Once they get medical attention, they end up, the poltergeist itself ends up going away. Um, You can also get it whenever you have multiple spirits that are pulling their energy together in order to move objects. Because like we were saying before with intelligent hauntings, Um, It takes a lot of energy to get someone's attention. Um, And if you've ever, I know you watch ghosts.
0: Yeah, that's That's exactly exactly what what it's like when they're trying to move the base. (laughs) And the guy without the pants on is like, (laughs) (laughs) So
1: so yeah, ghosts can, uh, if you have intelligent spirits, they can pull their energy together. Um, Typically you have to find the root of that spirit's anger in order to resolve it so that they'll, you know, stop being dicks. And then, um, sometimes you'll have one come in and be an asshole and then leave. <laughs>
0: like, I get it, man. <laughs> I've wanted to do that before. I just want to come in, <laughs> fuck some shit up and then peace exactly. out. Uh, I feel see. like that would be a more intelligent thing than like, right. a polterge- cause that's, if this I was a ghost, alter- I would be like, ha ha. Right. Right. <laughs> so, um,
1: one thing that I've noticed, uh, that I found in my research that was interesting. Uh, this was the paranormal, who is it called? The paranormal investigators of Milwaukee, that they found additional information through research that poltergeist cases are most likely all hoaxed, mainly by the human agents themselves. You
0: got my one line Did of I? research. Oh, yeah. Bitch. <laughs> yeah. Cause that's, I was going to be like, well, that's all well and good. But according <laughs> to PIM. Um, it's all hoax and just kids and people being dicks and moving shit around and then being like, "Oh well, no, it's a ghost. And really they just need some attention. Right.
1: So, yeah, so that's, it says, uh, it is the official stance of Pym that there is no such thing as poltergeist hunting. Yep. Uh, that actually makes me think of, it was an episode of ghost adventures where, it was a family and the t- family was terrified and it ended up being this kid that was like popping his toes or something like that under the covers to make these banging.
0: Oh, like that's right. I remember yeah. that like the bed would shake and yes. stuff.
1: And like, it was just all him just being a little dick about things. Yeah.
0: Like, and I, and I get it. Yeah. Kids are there, especially if it gets the attention once. Yeah, Then they're going to continue to do it. Yes. But also at the same time, like we got a whole bunch of people that are studying all your shit. Yes. Yeah, like, I would be
1: pissed if my kid did that. And then, like, it, oh, yeah, I would be so, so angry.
0: Yeah. So, um... Well, you yeah. got me. I can put my iPad away. <laughs> All right, let's go! So, um... Really, what it comes
1: down to is, uh... Poltergeist hauntings, I believe. There, I have seen some legitimate things that, like... If they're not faking it, that shit's scary. Like they've, there's actually a couple. I think they're in England or something like that. That they, they have water bottles flying around. They have like chairs being thrown.
0: There's all kinds of stuff going on. Um, and see, I haven't decided whether or not I believe in poultry. It's just like, but in we actually shows, had. Go ahead. Well, in some. Some of the paranormal investigating shows where they have, like, like possessions or something like that. Not that I'm saying that possessions don't happen or anything, but at the same time, I'm like, how much bullshit are you feeding me right now? Right. So that's kind of my stance on it. Until I've seen it and I understand fully, I, I'm not going to say that it's real. I'm not going to say that it's not. But as of right now, I'm leaning more on the not. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah, I am very much a, unless I'm the one experiencing it. Like, that may be creepy as book,
0: but it may not. It's hard to tell. Yeah. And you can't believe everything that you see online and stuff. Like, I, it's not that hard to wi- wire something up, especially you've got the home automation shit. There's, right. there's anything that you can do. Anything and everything is now capable. So Right.
1: Well, and CGI has become to the point that, well, even um, artificial intelligence like Dali, it can create humans that have never existed. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're in an age where you can fake everything. Yeah. So that's one of the reasons that that we want to go out and do this because we we want to experience it for ourselves so that we can, you know, which if they're... Sorry, that's, again, <laughs> Sophie said hi. She is very much interested in the microphone. She is. She um, so if the... Uh, You know we want to experience ourselves so that we can say yay or nay on certain things and we hope that the majority of the population is the same way that you don't just see something online and then go oh this must be right and yeah you should always want to want to debunk it for yourself um but
0: i mean if that's not who you are and you're like nope i believe because i believe then right cool for you man that's awesome that you have such strong beliefs um so So sophie agrees yes big sigh
1: of belief heavy sigh yes um so that basically covers the first three of the hauntings mm-hmm. um i feel like we had a lot more to say about residual
0: <laughs> than no, i anticipated we did you had a lot more to say about water not <laughs> not about residual itself you just went and did extra research where you didn't need to but we did get to learn about Zsa Zsa and, yes. uh, randy the magician randy the magician
1: um i do what i can yeah always enlightening it was good (laughs) yeah so it was just such a like i live for scientific drama it's one of my favorite things yeah
0: like that would definitely be something probably on big bang yes like yeah i don't i don't know everyone on big bang but like the the uh is it kripke or something that he like Hello, Sheldon. I think so, yeah. Or something like he would, probably, he would pull Randy shit sure. to Sheldon. Yeah, 100%. Would, so, so Sheldon and Zha Zha. Yeah. So. To preface this, our mom watches Big Bang. Yeah, Wait, so I only misses. know like the bits and pieces yeah. that I've seen. But I get the gist of it. And if I'm wrong, you guys can let me know that yeah. um, who would really be picking on Sheldon. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that's my understanding. That's, yeah, that's what I
1: get to. Yeah. So... So that does it. That wraps up episode one. Um, We'll be back with demonic and
0: inhuman. Oh, my God. (laughs) My
1: brain's shut down there. And then you said
0: some kind of portal something or other? Yes.
1: I found a random thing about portal uh, hauntings, which um, the more I'm looking into it, the more, like, everybody's like, nah. So we'll see. So we're back to the... Oh, You'll have to forgive my dog. She... She is being she
0: also doesn't know how she feels about portal so she says those are bullshit so uh i think we also we're gonna talk a little bit about skinwalkers but that may not be this next episode it may be this episode after
1: yes we're looking at episode three doing our first of our cultural features yep um i have a list of all of the different cultural entities. Which, if you happen to have a cultural entity that you would like us to look at, please let us know. Or if you have a ghost uh, uh, haunting that you think we would be interesting for us to delve into, take a, you know, let us know. If You've got evidence that you want us to
0: talk about. We are happy Send to do in. so. We're on all the social media. Um, She's got so many. She messaged me the other day and was like, "Hey, we've got a WhatsApp," and I was like, "Why?" <laughs> well, we're not going to give that out. Sorry, guys. We're I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, please don't me. You guys, you <laughs> yeah. guys can DM us. We're not going to text. Right. Them. Sorry. Right. It's not. But yeah, yeah, we're on
1: Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Insta. The only thing we're the Ghost Sisters on everything but Insta. Um, we have the Ghost Sisters text TX for Ghost Sisters Texas on Insta um, because there's apparently a new band called the Ghost Sisters
0: and <laughs> maybe we can collab. Maybe. Maybe yeah. they could like do intro music. Oh yeah. Our new instrument, uh, yeah. New I mean, music. our intro music is good, I but like our maybe music. they'll be like, Oh, shit, ghost yeah. sisters! Yeah.
1: But the second I saw that, I was like, Get all the
0: <laughs> So, we have every social media you so can it's, possibly think so of. It's the ghost sisters or ghost sisters? It's the ghost sisters. So, the ghost sisters at gmail.com. Mm. The no, the ghost sisters tx at gmail.com. Oh, they so got our aware. original, okay? So, the ghost sisters tx at gmail.com the ghost sisters tx for instagram ghost sisters the ghost sisters for everything else the ghost sisters on twitter and the ghost sisters on facebook yes and we've also got oh oh gosh I wrote all of them down we've got all of them that's probably if anyone manages to find us elsewhere way to go guys yeah way to go like shit you don't need to
1: yeah (laughs) that's a lot of work that is a lot of work oh my gosh
0: so we hope to hear
1: from you. Please, you know, reach out and tell us what you like, what you didn't like. Um, you're welcome to tell me if I'm not funny because I already know I'm not funny. Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> it's not that you're not funny. You're scientific. Am I quirky and quirky? No one just <laughs> <laughs> The face that I gave her. Yeah. No one is as quirky quirk as uh, Zsa Ja Zha. Yes. Um, Yeah. So we we hope you guys enjoyed and we can't wait to hear from you again. And uh, keep it spooky.
1: Keep it spooky. It's spooky. I like it. The okay. spookers. The spooker <laughs> All right. We will see you again for episode two. Woohoo. Woohoo. All right. Bye.